Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now with award-winning PGA professional Harold Bluestein, here's your host, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to you all. It is PGA Championship Week. Kiowa Island's Ocean Course has uh, presented quite a grand stage. And we have a great leaderboard and it's pretty much all PGA championship all week or all hour here for the next hour. Uh, and while disappointing Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, maybe some other big names couldn't, couldn't make the weekend. I don't think the PGA could have asked for anything better than to see Phil Nicholson at the top of the leaderboard after 36 holes. No kidding. Uh, this is really great drama. Uh, it you know it stands. We gotta wait and see how Phil gets through Saturday. If he can get through Saturday, Today, I, he he's got a chance on Sunday unless he does something stupid, which you know Phil. Oh, that's well within do. his uh, repertoire. Right, but that's what makes it exciting and and why people really enjoy watching Phil Mickelson because. Anything is possible and everything is possible. No question. So we'll get in. We'll hear from him. We'll hear from uh, Louis Ustase and Brooks Kepka uh, a little bit later. We've got some sound from them. Our good buddy, Jeff Shane, golf, longtime golf rider down there in uh, Florida, now with the Village's son, uh, Daily Sun. He's going to join us at 8.15. He has covered previous uh, big events at Kiwa Island. He uh, worked out of South Carolina there for a number of years, uh, back and forth between there and Orlando. Uh, obviously not there this week uh, with, with all the protocols in place, but, uh, but happy to uh, hop on the line with us at 8.15 this morning. So we'll get his perspective on what he's seen so far in this, uh, some of the stuff that they have done to the ocean course since it last hosted a big event uh, where we saw Rory McIlroy win his PGA championship in 2012 and uh, just what to expect and how much the conditions will alter how the final 36 holes get played out. Yes. 
So there you I was go. Thinking, I was thinking about something totally. I didn't hear a word you said. No, I, <laughs> no, I was thinking about uh, four of the top six players on the leaderboard. All have uh, won a major. Have won a major and and pretty exciting. It's. Can you imagine what Hideki Matsuyama? what his future looks like if he managed to win the PGA. Oh, if he does the double? Yeah. They will be building statues in his name. They're already giving him keys to the city, but there will be statues all over Japan. uh, And he would not have to do anything else for the rest of his career if he can pull this off. Uh, No, he'll never pay for sushi or sake ever again when he goes back home. So Sushi, are you big... I enjoy fish. sushi, yes. Really? Isn't that raw fish? Like, it is. Do you fish out of the Willamette? And just uh, no, like I, I prefer my fish come from somewhere else than the Willamette. So you don't see a lot of carp rolls uh, anywhere. Right. So yours comes out of where? The Allegheny River? Uh, no, the ocean. You know, the Pacific Ocean out there. Right. You get it, you know, trucked over fresh from the coast. You get a sushi chef that knows what he's doing, or she knows what she's doing. And and you're convinced it didn't come out of the Willamette, or it didn't start yes. in the Willamette and float out to no, the ocean? No, I'm convinced of okay. that, absolutely. So a lot of things floating in the Willamette. That's true. Could be your next dinner. No, no, not not among them, <laughs> not among them. Uh, in our tip segment, obviously, we'll talk about uh, how the wind affects things, but more than... Uh, shots out on the course I think putting we heard if you watch the coverage from ESPN uh, at all yesterday there was a lot of discussion about how much the wind which picked up in round two affected how guys approached putting on those greens yeah it's amazing and like you said we'll chat a little bit more about it the players are it's a challenge for them to play the wind on a full swing but they have enough experience doing it, and they just try to avoid too much side spin on a ball that may overhook or over overcook to the to the right. Uh, but they they have worked on that part of their game quite a bit. What's maddening is when you take a ball that doesn't have any spin, or it it's basically like a knuckleball, the uh, which is a putt. Uh, it's rolling, but there's just not the same amount of velocity on the golf ball. The wind's going to affect it. So the wind affects a ball when it loses velocity. So if you hit a a drive out there, it's going to look like it's boring through the wind until its velocity goes down. The wind will affect it and blow it off course. With putting, you don't have that opportunity. The wind's going to blow it off course pretty quickly we'll discuss more about that coming up in the tips we'll hear from some of the leaders as well and jeff sheen as i mentioned at eight fifteen. but as always we start by going inside the ropes it's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards the latest on all tours plus local golf events and golf news this is inside the ropes part of golf in the northwest We'll start on the Corn Ferry Tour. They are in action this week. They're in Kansas City at a place Harold knows well, Blue Hills Country Club. Cameron Young, who's playing on a temporary exemption, uh, could get himself permanent Corn Ferry Tour status. Uh, he fired a course record 64 at Blue Hills Country Club to take a three-shot lead at 11 under. I'm assuming he beat your record, Harold? Yeah, he did by 20. The uh, It... Uh... It's a tough golf course, and it's tight. Uh, it's long and it's tight, 7,300 yards. It was that long when I was back there then, and, and 
when you're using persimmon drivers and balata covered balls. Is you going to say, is that the old goose feather inside of the balls that you uh, were using? No. Well, we used to spend the evenings boiling down the goose feathers. Oh, okay. Yeah, to stuff them in. But, uh, yeah, that was a long time ago that I was at my very first job as a PGA uh, professional. Actually, I was a, we used to call them apprentices back yes. then. I was an apprentice there. Uh, great golf course, worked for Bud Williamson, great golf professional. They've only had uh, five uh, head professionals at that club. It has a long history, built in 1913, uh, but a tight golf course. Um, difficult greens to putt, um, but if you get it going sideways at Blue Hills, you're going to make a big number, and I think his score of 64 is really it's amazing. Yeah, the ability. scoring average on round two was over just over par, 72.4. Yeah. And so... Yeah, he that was really quite an accomplishment. He's looking for his first win, trying to get some status there so he can settle in and work on the next piece, which is figuring out how to get on the PGA Tour. Last week uh, in Knoxville, Tennessee, it was Grayson Sig who overcame Steven Yeager, uh, who was looking to get that uh, battlefield promotion. But a 66 on Sunday for Grayson Sig, he gets the victory there, putting himself in position to... Uh, advance and get his tour card. So that's what's going on there. The ladies are back stateside in one of the uh, regular events, and it is the Pure Silk Championship. They're playing the Kings Mill course out at Williamsburg, Virginia, a course that uh, is uh, routinely among the most favorite of the ladies on tour. Australian Sarah Kemp looking for her first LPGA Tour victory uh, has a one-shot lead at six under, but she's got a couple of veterans. Jessica Corda, who had two eagles in her round yesterday, is at five under, tied with Stacey Lewis. Uh, rookie, oh, rookie of the year on the Symmetra Tour, Anna Bilak is there at five under as well, but you have Moira, Moira Jutanagarn on their heels at four under, and uh, Jennifer Song back at three under, along with Megan Kang, C Catherine Kirk, Emma Talley. So uh, everybody going to keep their eyes on Jessica and Stacey Lewis. And it'll be interesting to see if uh, one of them goes low again. Well, it's been a while since we've seen Stacey Lewis up near the top of the leaderboard. She must be playing well. I mean, she went off the lead, I think. Uh, well, two sub-70 rounds, so consistent there in the first two rounds. Absolutely, which is something is, that has escaped her. And I know her... Uh, her instructor quite well, Joe Hallett, um, we've had him on the show uh, talking about how they've worked with all aspects of her game, but particularly putting has been a, a challenge to her, and evidently this week she's putting well. So we'll keep an eye on that. That'll be on uh, Golf Channel. Uh, you can break over in between uh, commercial breaks there watching the PGA Championship coverage. To the PGA Tour last week, it was K.H. Lee getting his first uh, PGA Tour victory at age 29. Uh, winning the AT&T, Byron Nelson holding off Sam Burns, Patton Kazire, and Daniel Berger. He wins by three. He got off to a hot start, got himself a little cushion, fired a final round 66, sub-70 in all four rounds to go 25 under uh, on a new course for that event, the TPC Craig Ranch, which the guys ate up. The wind was not up where it uh, usually is there in uh, North Texas, but K.H. Lee at age 29 gets his first victory in his 80th start. And uh, is uh, trying to establish himself as a regular 
Yeah, contender how, did do, how did he do this week? I don't think he made. The I cut. don't think he made the cut. Yeah, there he but, is. He was eleven over. Yeah, it's that. It's a tough task. Guys don't understand. I think they see it, but until you win once on the PGA Tour and understand all the off course things that comes with it, especially leading into a major, uh, it's a lot uh, of just extra stuff that kind of you don't understand until you're in that fishbowl. Well, not only that, to win for the first time, you put out a lot of a, a lot of energy. A lot of energy, a lot of concentration to hold yep. off all those guys. Sam Burns has been playing great of late, and uh, so all the effort and energy it took to get that victory, congratulations to him. Speaking of effort and energy to get a victory, now it's on Phil Mickelson. He's tied with Louis Oosthuizen, five under par, uh, a 69 yesterday from Phil on a day when the winds kicked up uh, consistently between 15 and 20 miles an hour, gusts 25 to 30 miles an hour. And uh, the first person you would think that wouldn't be able to handle it might be Phil, the way he's been hitting it of late. But no, um, he kept it together. Uh, he talked about what was uh, one of the keys in, in where his mindset is at being the co-leader after 36 holes. I've driven it well, but I think the best, the thing I've done the best is uh, my brother Tim and I have done a really good job of judging the wind, judging the flight, and picking clubs um, with the right flight to, to, to get the right distance. And so we've uh, hit a lot of iron shots, been high. I'm having a lot of fun, and to play well, to know I'm playing well heading into the weekend, to, have, to be in contention, have a good opportunity, um, I'm having a blast. I'm excited to, for the weekend. So this has been, this has been a lot of fun. He's played well, quite well this this year, I think. And uh, going into this week, uh, they did work on his iron play, and he's been brilliant with it. And he gives his brother credit uh, for club selection. But Phil also put a two wood in, into his bag, which is an unusual club. It's just basically a driver with uh, with less uh, or a little more loft. But he's hitting it solid, and he's hitting it in play, which makes it a lot easier to hit greens. And at Kiowa, you've got to be able to hit fairways in order to hit greens because there's just too much sand and trouble around there. What and do the that's, stats say? And that's what he did in round two. Uh, first round, he was uh, 56% greens in regulation. Mm -hmm. Round two, he was 67%. Uh, fairways hit 11 to 14 in round two, 78%. That was tied for sixth after only 43% in round one. So I think that's the key. Uh, I think he trusts that relationship with his uh, brother on the bag now. Uh, he's a lot more comfortable. Uh, you know, he had bones forever and they were a great team, but there's something different where his brother seems to keep him relaxed and keep him mindful of the big picture rather than kind of the tin cup mentality Phil can sometimes get into with the crowd. Well, his brother's a great coach. He coached at yeah. Arizona state for, and he's coached John Rahm and some other great players. So having him on the bag gives Phil a sense of uh, he's in good hands. He, he trusts his brother's yeah. judgment. So uh, let's uh, continue that conversation. Our buddy, Jeff Shane, who uh, has been covering golf for uh, for quite a while down there in South Florida. He's going to hop on next. Join us as we continue on with the PGA Championship. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or 
I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 817 this morning. As we are uh, well into the PGA Championship, 103rd edition. Phil Mickelson at age 50, one of your co-leaders after 36 holes. And uh, now uh, we always love it when we can uh, catch up with our good buddy, Jeff Shane, been covering golf for quite some time down there. Uh, And this uh, tournament being played in one of his old stomping grounds down there in South Carolina at Kiwa Islands Ocean Course. So we welcome in. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? We are fantastic, and uh, we have uh, thoroughly been enjoying uh, the PGA Championship coverage and uh, this Kiowa Island Ocean course. It uh, was uh, 7,850 yards on the card. Uh, they didn't get to play the full distance due to the wind. They might have the tees back with the conditions today, but this is a course you're very familiar with. You've covered big events out there. How is it now what we're seeing on TV compared to when it came into existence for the Ryder cup and then uh, versus 2012. I think that we're seeing more of what Kiowa was meant to be uh, in the spring because the winds have been constant. They have come up, they have switched and that's what this course is all about. I mean, it's, it can be tough in benign conditions and let's, Remember that in 2012, there was Rory McIlroy and everybody else, you know, as far as uh, the way that scoreboard looked. Uh, if you weren't Rory McIlroy, you were bedeviled by some conditions that could be relatively benign. There was a day where we had storms come through and made it difficult on everybody. But I think this is more of, of 
what Kiowa was meant to be with, with the steady winds. You have to play into the wind. You got to play downwind. There are those couple of transitional holes where you've got to deal with crosswinds. And I, that to me is, is the essence of what the ocean course is about. So let's talk about those last five holes, I guess. That's where this tournament's going to be won or lost, I would imagine, going going forward. Uh, it seems like that 17th hole is the most difficult hole on the golf course. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, it, it, and it's meant to be. It, it's, it's an island green without the island. Uh, you have to stand up there and hit it. And, you know, the difference between 17 at Sawgrass and 17 at Kiowa is about 100 yards, which makes a ton of difference. Now, you can uh, adjust the uh, adjust the tees accordingly uh, with the wind, but I, that is one of those holes, and I can think of a few others. Number four at Augusta, uh, number 15 at uh, uh, PGA National for the Honda Classic, where the winds are going to are, are, are going to bedevil you, and you've got distance, and the prevailing wind often will push it toward the water. And you just kind of have to stand up there and gulp twice and 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 hit it. And we're seeing we're seeing the same kind of wreckage <laughs> that you would see at number seventeen at Sawgrass. But it is it is as much of a par three as you would ever ever want to deal with. And I find it interesting too. Um, and I guess there's no way around it, especially when you're hitting into the wind as they have in the last two days. The backup on that hole is incredible. There are at least three groups sitting there having to watch their companions uh, in front of them take on that hole and putting all sorts of bad thoughts into their head before they actually get up there and pull their own iron. Jeff Shane is our guest. You can follow him on Twitter at Jeff Shane, S-H-A-I-N. Uh, covering golf now for the uh, Village's Sun Daily down there in Central Florida. Uh so how surprised are you to see Phil Mickelson's name at the top of the leaderboard uh, this week, considering kind of the up and down hit and miss sort of play we've seen from him uh, so far this season? 18 holes. Phil Mickelson would never surprise me. I think he can play 18 holes as well as anybody else. It's the, it's the two days, three days, four days. So when I saw him on the leaderboard after thir- after 18 holes on Thursday, I thought, you know, that, that's a nice round. That, that's, that's the way to go. And then for him to do it again, that's when all of a sudden it became, wait a minute, this is, this is not the film that we've seen in the last two years. Uh, but I, I, I think that he has, he can shoot 18 with anybody. If it, if it was, and we, uh, a little bit in the Champions Tour too is that he will you know, he he can kind of hold that focus or hold his game together and avoid a clunker round. But four rounds of golf is what the tournament is, and and it's a, very difficult. And I found it interesting, and he's kind of hinted at it before, talking about his focus and that he's had concentration lapses, senior moments, if you will. And he's really had to work on being able to get up to his ball, assess the situation, visualize the shot, 
and then make sure that he still has that picture in his head by the time he sets the club down behind the ball. Um, you know, as a senior golfer myself, <laughs> it's a lot. It's really easy to get distracted or, or or lose your focus. And I'm not playing the ocean course. Maybe that snaps you to attention, but it can also be very wearing. But I am really interested to see if Phil can pull it off for two more days. And I'll also say this. The biggest difference between what has happened this week and what has been going on with Phil for the last however many years is the foul ball situation. He hasn't hit a lot of foul balls. But he's also gone away from the driver this week, and he's put a a new two-iron into play, which was designed specifically to keep it under the wind and keep the wind from grabbing something that was a little offline and taking it really offline. Yeah, 50, when I was 40, 50 was old. And now that I'm not <laughs> and well over 50, I look back and say, 50 years old, this guy's a, he's a baby. He can still do uh, just about anything he wants to do. Phil has kept himself in pretty darn good shape. He's lost a bunch of weight. He's hitting the ball mm-hmm. well. He's, I, you know, I think maybe he was compromised by money. He didn't really need to be as focused. Now he wants he, to build his legacy even more. So it would be interesting to see him go forward. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen, 38 years old, considerably younger, uh, looking for his second major. Uh, I'm impressed with the way he played at the match play, and he continues to play that well here. He really has. He's had a really good stretch of the last couple of years uh, injury-free, um, so many guys, you know, even if they don't tell you they're dealing with something, they're dealing with something. But um, he is, uh, he's always been a really, really good ball striker. And we, you mentioned the match play. You can also recall that he and Charles Schwartzel went to the playoff mm-hmm. at the Zurich in the two-man event. And, so, and he played well in a couple of uh, FedEx Cup playoff events last year. So I think that, that he's really found his game again. He is an outstanding ball striker. I think the putting is always going to be kind of the determining factor for him, as it is for a lot of guys. But uh, I really have liked the way he's resurged over the past 12 months or thereabouts and really put himself in a good position. And let's not forget, he is a major winner. He was the guy that was a little bit of the beneficiary of those strong wins in 2010 at St. Andrews, but he also had to finish the deal, and he did very, very well. Uh, you surprised to see that Dustin Johnson didn't make the cut? A little bit, except I think that the one thing about the ocean course, uh, even though you could say, hey, they set it up for the big hitters at 7,800 yards, they did that so they could have flexibility and move tees up on the into the wind holes no matter which direction they were going. But guys that hit the ball far and particularly hit the ball high – they're going to be bedeviled by the wind. And I think that's where a guy like Dustin Johnson, uh, who maybe, maybe suddenly, you know, doesn't try to find a different ball flight. You know, this is who I am. This is, we're going to deal with what it is. Um, the ocean course got him as opposed to Phil Mickelson, who said, we got to do something about staying under the wind and, and making the wind help us instead of hurt us, or at least not hurt us terribly. And he went in, to the people at Callaway and said, I need a two wood. Can we figure it out? 
Jeff Shane, our guest here. Uh, I think the one name everybody looks at right now in Brooks Kepka, uh, who's won uh, PGA two PGAs in the last few years, and looks like his knee is no longer bothering him. At least the ability to walk and, and make shots. Uh, and the wind down a little bit coming from a different direction. We see some early low scores out there, conditions as good as maybe they've been all week. Is he somebody that could go post a score and separate himself from the field today? Well, I, I think he could. Um, I, I, I'm not sure that he's over the knee issue. He, he has said, this is something I'm going to have to deal with for the next several months. What he's found is something that works and, and gets him around, both in terms of walking and in terms of, of his swing. But you can still see when he gets when he picks the ball out of the hole or when he gets down to read a putt, it, it's, it, it's not you know kind of a normal body position that you would expect from a golfer. So he's dealing with it. But I think you know, this is what he thrives on. This is big game Brooks. And I think that having that athlete's mentality, not that the other guys in the field aren't athletes, but remember that he was a very, very promising baseball player and, and, and had, had uh, dealt – you know, in other in other sports, I mean, Gary Woodland's kind of the same way. He he's got that mental ability to kind of put that out of his mind, and to see him in third, you know, kind of in comparison to what happened with Dustin Johnson. A Brooks has kind of adjusted his ball flight. He's always had a little bit lower ball flight than Dustin, but uh, if he can continue to putt the way he has and make those eagles from forty feet plus then, you know, those strokes add up. It, I think that, that he'll definitely be in it uh, down the stretch. And if, if we're kind of going back to, you know, what does Phil have to do, he's got to stay ahead of Brooks Kepka. Mm-hmm. And as you look at things, uh, we know the wind is expected to kind of shift uh, later this afternoon, maybe come on Sunday from a different direction where uh, the finishing holes could be more downwind than into the wind that we've seen. Uh, how far back can somebody come from here, and who do you expect to see uh, holding a Wanamaker trophy on Sunday? Well, I, I'm not sure that you can come from from terribly far back because of that wind. And we, you know, we can talk about hey, the those fishing holes are going to be downwind. That's all well and good, but that means the middle holes <laughs> are going to be the tough ones, mm-hmm. and they're going to be into the wind. And those are those are the ones that may actually. Uh, eliminate a lot of guys before they get to 14 and 15. And so um, I think you just, you've got to, you've got to have a steady game. You've definitely got to stay focused. And again, that's, you know, kind of what uh, Phil has talked about it openly. Others have kind of talked about it in, in more hushed tones, but this course is going to take a lot out of you. When you're being buffeted by the wind, you guys know this playing out on the course yourself, uh, or on the coast yourself, the, you know, you play 18 holes in the wind you're exhausted <laughs> physically and mentally by the time you're done. So this is going to be survival of the fittest right now. Me notwithstanding Kepka is probably survival of the fittest, but I think Matsuyama being right there, being a steady player, he may just bubble to the top once again. And, and he's the only guy that can go for the grand slam. Well, how would that play 
in Japan if he had both the green jacket <laughs> and the Wanamaker. That would be amazing, and uh, he may he may not go home for a while due to the mob scene that would be awaiting him. So, uh, Jeff Shane, you can follow him on Twitter at Jeff Shane S H A I N, covering uh, the PGA and and all of golf down there in South Florida. We're always appreciative when you make a few minutes for us, and uh, we hope you are well, and we'll catch up with you soon. Sounds great. Enjoy your weekend. You do as well. We'll all be enjoying. It uh, should be great coverage the, west, the rest of the weekend. The, the, the course, the visuals, everything is is fantastic on television. You've got four major winners up there within two shots of the lead. It's uh, just about everything the PGA could have asked for heading into the weekend. Oh, absolutely. And it, you're right. It is a stunning setting. Uh, the aerial views of that golf course are just amazing. And you can imagine yourself getting out there and trying to play this golf course just the way it is without the wind. And then you throw in 25 miles an hour and you're going to get beat up. And these guys are getting beat up. They are. We're going to talk about how much they're getting beat up. And it's relentless. It's every shot especially up on the greens. Not something you think necessarily about with the wind, but we'll talk about as we make the turn in the tip segment here coming up. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Tips for your game from award-winning PGA instructor Harold Bluestein. It's time to ask the pro on Golf in the Northwest on the fan. 834 here this morning. Thanks again to Jeff Shane for hopping on with us, uh, breaking down what we've seen through two rounds of the PGA Championship, what to expect this weekend as uh, conditions as benign as we've seen them here in early third-round play coverage. Billy Horschel was four under through six holes. Uh, but we're watching, I know, Jordan Spieth, Ricky Fowler, Rory McIlroy are all out on the course. Uh, but it is gettable right now. The question is, the wind's supposed to shift midday from a different direction, but stay somewhere between 10 and 15 miles an hour as opposed to the 20, 25 we saw yesterday. So the players will get a little bit of a breather uh, compared to what they dealt with in, in round two. But we talk about... Uh, the wind, upwind, downwind, uh, you know, how that affects pulling clubs. We heard uh, Phil mention how important it was for his brother Tim on his bag to help him pull the right club uh, trajectory of shots. But I think the thing that unless you, you know, if you've been out to Bandon on a really windy day and some of those greens that are exposed there, especially right on the coastline, you'll understand when you go up to putt, just everything that you have to deal with 
in terms of putting when there's a brisk wind coming either against you or at you or with you, uh, how difficult it is, one, to just get set up and get a firm, solid stance so you're not, your body's not wiggling when you're trying to make a putt. Well, it, it's difficult. Uh, putting's hard enough when the wind's not blowing. And now that it is blowing, uh, you're out on the golf course. How do you deal with it? And there's a couple of things you can do. First of all, you're pretty beat up going in onto the green anyway because you've been buffeted by the wind just to get there. Now, I want to backtrack just real quickly with the, the players at Kiowa. They, they have gotten accustomed to playing in the wind now, except for one fact, the wind shifting. Now, what they've gotten accustomed to doing in one direction with the wind, now it's going to change completely. So you're going to see some interesting things today and tomorrow uh, as far as the wind's concerned. Uh, Back to putting. You get up on the green and you've got that 30-footer. If you do not hit the ball customarily in the center of the putter face, uh, you are not going to have very good distance control. And so all too often, players are hitting the ball off the toe, off the heel, uh, a little bit high or low on the putter face. Uh, and, and that makes it very difficult to control speed. Uh, when you practice, I recommend you close your eyes, you make putts, and feel whether you're hitting the center of the, the putter face. When you do, I will tell you, you will know it. It'll be a softer feel, and there'll be a different sound. Now, that's what you need to do under windy conditions. You need to find the center of that putter face through your practice uh, efforts in order to deal with the wind. So now you're up on the green. You're going to widen your stance a little bit. You're going to lower your posture. So when you widen your stance, that does lower your posture. You've got to lower where you're holding the putter. Uh, your grip on the putter. So your hands might be a little lower on the putter. Make those adjustments. Um, And then the other thing is that if you've got a very long, loose putting stroke, you're going to struggle. And what I see uh, from poor putters is a very long backstroke and a deceleration coming into the ball, which uh, any deceleration in the wind is going to affect how that ball comes off the putter face and will affect how it moves uh, into the wind or with the wind. Um, the wind's going to affect, it's a guessing game, like putting is. If you've got a downhill left to right putt, and the wind's coming out of the left, you better play uh, a good cup to a cup and a half, two cups more. Uh, and that would depend, again, on the length of the putt. And I would say uh, the important putts are uh, inside eight feet. Everything else... If you make those, good for you. But anything inside eight feet, you we all have yeah. the ability to make those. Uh, but you're going to have to play a little bit more break. Uh, when you've got a putt into the wind uphill, uh, that's the best condition possible. Anything downhill with the uh, with the wind, uh, play for the the ball falling into the cup. Uphill, play for the ball hitting the back of the cup. 
Uh, but the side hill, those side winds are really tough. Well, and uh, Brooks Kepka was asked after his round, uh, the difference between with that wind direction playing into the wind or downwind. What I think the hardest part about this golf course is that you've got, well, when you tee off in the back, you've got nine straight holes basically into the wind. But it's not directly into the wind. It's just slightly coming from an angle where if you shape your golf ball the wrong way, I mean, you can miss it 30 yards um, in the one direction. And it kind of kind of flutters a little bit. It might come from like 1 o'clock to 11, and it kind of switches. But if you just don't get that wind right in that direction, um, you can be pretty far off with your yardage. And This is why hitting fairways is so important uh, because out of the rough, and this some of this rough, we talk about the sand, but some of this rough just off the fairways, is pretty pretty severe. Yeah, you got those big thick clumps of wild grass and fescue and all those sorts of things. Well, and even even the normal rough. I mean, you're talking about And then it's based on sand. Yeah. You have sand underneath it, so who knows what you're going to have underneath the golf ball to either give you bounce or if you have to try and get the club if you can even get the club on the ball. Well, yeah, you've got to make sure that you make contact with the ball first. And out of a fairway bunker or off some of these sandy lies, making contact with the ball first is, is just superbly important. Uh, making a good solid swing. Again, when you have a situation in, in a sandy environment, you're going to have to widen that stance a little bit. You're going to have to keep that lower body pretty quiet. Uh, most players are working on trying to rotate through, get more ground-moving uh, forces moving up through the ball. Uh, all well and good when you've got good solid ground, but when you're in sandy soil, you better keep that lower body quiet, particularly now in putting. Well, in putting, you're supposed to keep that lower body quiet too, but when the when you look down and you see the golf ball and your, your pant legs are fluttering yep. all over the place, it's, number one, it's very difficult to concentrate, but it's also you, you're imagining that your lower body is moving too. You've got to keep it very solid. Do you Now, if you're... Do you try and get your stance maybe to lean one way or the other? Like you load yourself to one side depending on what direction the wind is coming to kind of anchor? No, or- I, I really try to, if if I have to, when I when it's not my turn to putt, I'm off to the side and I'm closing my eyes to feel where the ground is, uh, how it's affecting uh, my toes to my heels and keeping that even. Um, I'm not a big one to lean too far left when I putt. Uh, I mean, I do that on certain shots in golf, but with putting, I like it fairly even. Um, I, I don't want to lean right at all. So if I have a sense of leaning a little bit left, that's okay. But I don't want to lean back onto that right heel uh, at all because now there's going to be too much movement. So I like to just, I practice quite a bit with my eyes closed, feeling the ground beneath my feet. So I, when I get out to play, I have a good sense of, of that. And when I'm moving off the ball, whether it's putting, chipping, chipping, you know, yeah. when you have a pitch shot and you're moving off the ball with your lower body, you're in big trouble. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say, so next time you got a really windy day, that's a good day to get out to the practice range get on the short practice area, as you mentioned, chipping into the wind, downwind. You know, when you're into the wind, you can take a lofted club and kind of 
give it a little bit and see how much it knocks it down when you're downwind. Oh, I, I disagree with that. And, oh, really? Yeah. You want to cut underneath it? Yeah, and you want to keep the, in the wind, you want to keep the ball uh, uh, low. Uh, you're going to be putting from off the green. You're going to hit a lot of bump and run shots. Anytime you get that ball airborne, because it, as I said before, it lacks velocity, the, the wind's just going to carry it off too far. Uh, once a high shot enters the green, hits the green, uh, it's going to just race by. Now keep in mind, when it's windy, the moisture is being evaporated from the green, so they're going to be a lot harder. And so the ball is going to travel much further. So you got to keep the ball on the ground. So things to uh, to remember. But, yeah, take advantage. If there is a windy day, get out to the practice range. Get over on that practice green and chipping area. Take advantage of those conditions when they occur. You just got to go out and practice. You got to feel it. You got to understand what's going on, what it does to the golf ball. Uh, so next time you're out in those conditions, you have a better sense of what to expect. Yeah, and I'm going to give you a little tip here. Yeah? Because uh, the wind is always a, a distraction because it, it rattles in your ears. I wear an earmuff or put in um, earplugs uh, when I'm playing in the wind. And I have hair. It, it, well, and a lot of it. <laughs> uh, it uh, but it just it kind of – I don't hear the wind, so it bothers me less. I can feel it. So uh, I did that at Bandon. I just took one of those, like, ski – yeah. Things, uh, and it was cold enough that I needed it anyway. But it uh, it really kind of kept the wind from rattling my brain. There you go. Things to consider uh, as you get out and get ready for the wind next time uh, you're headed to the coast. So we will come back. Business of golf. We'll see who's going to be uh, doing some business here this weekend at the Ocean Course at Kiowa uh, Island. Uh, we'll hear more from Brooks Kepka, a little bit from Louis Eustace, and, and what we expect to see coming down the stretch here as we wrap things up. Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf. Every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080, The Fan. 849 here, Center and St. following us. Then at uh, 1 o'clock today on The Fan, game one between the Mavericks and the Clippers. Uh, we got Major League Baseball, White Sox and Yankees, 930 over on 910. And then uh, more Ducks baseball as they try to uh, win the uh, Pac-12 regular season. Uh, they take on Stanford at uh, 245. Uh, tomorrow on the fan, game one, Suns and Lakers as well as at noon. And, of course, the Blazers uh, get their playoff series going with the Nuggets tonight, 730 on ESPN. So Stanley Cup playoffs, NBA playoffs. Uh, I think the Timbers are at 1230 today against the Galaxy, but uh, it's the PGA Championship. That'll be going on all day. Leaders start teeing off at 11 a.m. this morning. Last group off at 1140. That will have Louis Oosthuizen and Phil Mickelson. Uh, Brooks Kepka, Brendan Grace will be right behind them at 1130. And uh, we haven't heard from Louis Oosthuizen yet, who uh, has won two majors. And uh, I believe, no, he just won the one. Um, he's British been Open. British Open. Yep, that's right. He's been in contention at the Masters before. Yes, yes he it has not been playoff. able to come through. Mm -hmm. uh, but he talked about where his game is at and what's been effective for him so far. I drove it really well, and um, and I, I felt like um, you know, I just I think I struck it really well. Irons was was on song, and I'd never try to force a number out of a club. I would always go with a 
the more club and swing it easier to, to control the ball flight and um, you know I, I know I'm rolling it nicely on the greens I just need to give myself opportunities but it, it was tough today to, to try and do that but um, somehow I just kept it all together yeah he's so soft spoken I mean we all like to watch Louis Oosthuizen hit a golf ball. His it's golf swing the is the simplest of swings and fluidity, and not many, not many moving parts that sometimes we see with with Phil or other guy or Bryson or those sorts of things. Yeah, he's just not. He's not an aggressive personality out in the golf course. He just plays golf, and he plays it very well. And uh, Jeff Shane mentioned that his putting might be an issue. It, you know, he's not a bad putter at all. You don't win a major without being a good putter. Uh, I don't. You probably have the stats on it where he is. Uh, <coughs> he's eighth in stroke gains putting so far. Well, that can win. And he's made 171 feet of putts, and that's 17th. So he's making them from distance. Right, and so he's controlling his golf ball. Louis hits the ball pretty straight. To see him hit it sideways would be a real surprise. Um, I think he has a very good chance of of winning uh, if he continues like he is. I don't think you're going to see Usazen go out and uh, he, he's capable of another 68. He does that. He's right up yeah. there and has a chance to win. And 68 is possible today. 68, 67. We see Billy Horschel's four under through 12. Uh, Webb Simpson is three under through 11 in the early going. As we mentioned, the winds are down. If Brooks Kepka can put the ball in the fairway, which he has not done great, he's tied for 70th, only 46%. But he's number one in proximity to the hole, and he's 12th in feet of putts made. If he can improve... If he can put it in the fairway more often and give himself opportunities today, he's the one guy I could see shooting 67, 66, and maybe giving himself a cushion going into Sunday. Well, you know, he's won the PGA Championship twice. Twice, and he's yeah. won two U.S. Opens. Yeah. So, and all on these big, giant, challenging courses. Yeah, and he, so he loves the he stage. He loves it, the stage. This is a matter for him of execution, and it's got to be off the tee. Yeah, um, you, you're absolutely right. If if he keeps it in play, I don't see how he could lose. But on the other hand, look at who's up there. Uh, you've got a lot of major winners. Gary Woodland. Uh, you've yep. got Matsuyama. Uh, Matsuyama, Nicholson, Ustazen, uh, as you mentioned, Kepka. Uh, who else is uh, Duchambeau? Uh, who really can't control his wedges or his putting very Patty well Harrington's yet. at even par. Yep. Keegan Bradley there at even. He had a great opening round, struggled yesterday. So uh, uh, Now, are you surprised that you're seeing three South Africans in the top, you know, uh, uh, three of the top five? I mean, they play in windy weather. It's really windy down there. Yeah. Uh, and the, and so they play a lot. They play a lot on the uh, European tour as well. So depending on where you're at, a lot of coastline, coastal courses uh, that that will see the wind. So, no, I don't think it's it's surprising that they're there. Uh, I, I do want to play this. I, uh, Kepka, his round started with a double bogey in right. round two, and he talked about how that maybe early on had him refocus and, and dial in to shoot the round that he did to be honest with you it kind of reset me um 
you know, I've, I've always said in major championships, you can't make doubles. Uh, it, it's going to kill you. It takes two holes to recover. And I maybe made a bad, poor club choice off of um, off of 10. I thought maybe it, that would carry the bunker. Um, and then the lie was so bad in there. And the first rule is if you get in trouble, get, get the hell out. And I couldn't reach the green. So I don't know what I was trying to do is hit a full sandwich. I don't know, maybe a mental lapse or what, but it kind of rebooted me and was able to refocus me and um, make sure I was glued in the rest of the round. The way you measure the quality of a player is what they do after making a big score. Uh, most amateurs, they make a big score. They're scared to death they're going to make two or three more big scores. Uh, we've all fallen into that trap. But uh, the quality player will come back with a, a power birdie on the next and, and just get themselves reset. It's it's kind of a wake-up call in a sense. Um, very different than the issues that have been brought up with Phil Mickelson, who's um, can he stay awake um, through, through 18 holes, um, where Brooks Kapka, a younger player in, and a very focused player, can't. Phil's going to need a lot of that old-time adrenaline to keep him going. And uh, if he... Any player, I think it was uh, Duchambeau said, if if you can shoot three or four under today, you're right in the mix. Yep, I think I think today's the day that you got to go out and get a score to put yourself in contention, not knowing what the weather conditions are supposed to change for Sunday. Uh, so holes could be playing Sunday, unlike they have played throughout the week. So it'll be a survival. Of, of attrition on Sunday. Today is the day to put yourself in position. Yeah, there are a lot of bogeys, double bogey potentials out there. Anything can happen at this golf course. We talk about that at a lot of major events where you've got to avoid the big numbers. Well, it's so obvious here that in, in some cases, you're not really in total control of your golf ball. The wind, I, yeah, the, the it'll be fun way. to see if Phil can do it. Uh, I, my, uh, my money's on Brooks. Well, okay, you have money to throw away. I'm going to put my money on someone else. I'm going to say, uh, let me go down the, you know, I'm going to come up with a dark horse, and I'm going to say Paul Casey. Ah, well, that would be fun to see as well. That'll do it for us. Thanks again to Jeff Shane for joining us. Center and Saints next. Will will be with uh, Luke for Harold. I'm Jason. Hit him straight. Coming yeah. up over the lip. That's my the idea of Tiger pulling out early is is interesting. There will be flogging. You had him on Thursday on his knees. Sergio Garcia, the Spanish rat, suck moisture out of the green. One, two, three, four, five. Bogey, 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 bogey. Oh my gosh, it came up Peter Jacobson. <laughs> you know how easy I am. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Fiji's in Europe. Uh you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.